98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and good morning to you, Daniel. Growing up, Tig, I had a really good friend named Larry, and Larry always had a truck. So the fact that he had a truck meant that anytime somebody got ready to move, they would call Larry to ask for his help mm-hmm. in moving. Mm-hmm. My question to you this morning as people are debating this on Twitter a little bit, uh, is it rude to ask friends to help you move? That's a really good question because th- there's a real need there. Moving sucks. Mm-hmm. And to have to do that by yourself, that would be terrible. However, it is putting somebody on the spot like, hey, what are you doing this Saturday? I used to always trick people into it. I would never say, hey, can you help me move Saturday? I go, what are your plans Saturday? They're like, man, I'm free, man. I don't know. I'm probably going to lounge. I'm like, cool, you can help me move. And they're like, ah, man, I forgot I got to see my grandma. Um, but I think it's sort of rude. But however, it depends on how close you are to those. I had some guys help me move um, when we were taking the to- uh, trip out to Tulsa, and they were fine with just a, a few beers at the end of the move, and that seemed okay, and I would help them out when they moved. Well, Twitter seems to be divided about 50-50. I will say this. I don't mind helping you put your stuff in the truck. Mm-hmm. What I do mind is if I get over there and you just got stuff not ready to be moved out the door. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, don't right, wanna, right. I don't mind helping you move. Yeah. I don't want to help you pack. Well, yeah, I mean, you ought to have that stuff lined up, ready yeah, you to should. go. We, uh, one time when I was in high school, me and a buddy got hired, and this guy was going to pay us $700 to move his mom out of a house. Now, this guy was in prison. That's why he was unavailable to help us move his mom out of her house. And she lived about two hours away, and our goal was to go get her, get all her stuff out of her house, and come back to my hometown, which is where she would live out her days, close to the prison where her son was. And so 700 bucks when I was 17 was a hell of a lot of money. And so we rented a U-Haul, and we drive two hours and get to the lady's house. And the inmate is like, man, she's packed up, man. All you got to do is roll those boxes in that thing. Y'all be in and out in 30 minutes. Easy. It's easy money. I get there. The lady's sitting down having coffee at her table. And there ain't nothing packed. She's still living there. You're kidding me. 100% living. Well, oh, that's an odd predicament there because you don't want the guy in prison on. You yeah, know, we, we, had to, like, we had to follow through. We were scared if he gets out, he's going to kill us. What'd y'all do? Pack her up? Had to, man. And then she, we were in a U-Haul and we had to also bring her down. This lady's like 90 years old. And so it's a bench seat in a U-Haul. So we had two hours back with her in the middle. <laughs> what, what a day. Yeah. Good grief. And she had one of those uh, colostomy bags. It was mm-hmm. a big old deal, man. So, yeah. It was, uh, 700 bucks was. He got away with it. Well, let's just say the rule is if you, uh, it's not rude to ask somebody to help you move, but just be prepared when they get there. Yes, that's the rude part, making, making people we elite, wait, making people late who volunteered their time. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. And I understand we have a contestant to play for Aaron Lewis tickets. And who do we have today, Daniel? We do. It's Sharon from Gore, Oklahoma. Sharon, if Tig and I were to go to Gore this weekend, what, what is there to do in Gore? Not a whole lot. <laughs> There's literally nothing there? Literally nothing there. There's the lake area and just friends and family. That's about it. Well, there you go. Well, Sharon, uh... I've got some people here who played musical instruments, and based on the famous people, you'll identify the instrument, get enough of these right, and you're going to Aaron Lewis. That show is a week from today at the River Spirit Casino. The code. All right, up first, the two famous people, Eric Clapton and Jimi Hendrix. 
what instrument did they play? Um, the electric guitar. Guitar, yes. Up next, Elton John and Liberace. The piano. Piano is correct. Ty, could you not get that bell figured out, man? Sorry. This man gets confused ringing a bell. That's like the <laughs> thing he's supposed to do. and he I have to hold it near the microphone so my hand is like blocking the vibration. Yeah, you don't hold it on the part of the <laughs> bell that makes it. I know. It. Go. Well, you say you know, but five out of four, I mean, four out of five bell rings are all messed up. Uh, Louis Armstrong, <laughs> Sharon, and Miles Davis. Louis Armstrong and Miles Davis. Oh, geez. Um. Yeah, you could ask for Tyke's help if you need it. Sure. I need some help. I think they're uh, trumpeteers. Trumpet. Trumpeter. Oh. All right. This is a little tough because it's a fictional person and a real person. Bill Clinton and Lisa Simpson. In fact, Bill Clinton once played this on Arsenio Hall back in the day when he was running for president, I believe. The saxophone. Saxophone is correct. Now that's a good bell right there. And up finally, <laughs> uh, Paul McCartney and Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What did those two play? That's the tough one. <laughs> um. What was it, Tag? Is a guitar? The bass, bass guitar. guitar. All right. Well, with that, though, you've got enough to go see Aaron Lewis at the Cove inside River Spirit Casino. Again, that show is a week from today. You've also qualified for the Tig and Daniel Party Cove Pass, which is a night stay there at the hotel and dinner for two at Fireside Grill. All right. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Didn't know it was what he didn't do. 98.5 The Bull today at 740, so not too far from now, Daniel. What do we got at 740? We have got tickets to Zach Bryan. That's totally free right here at 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. Saw this thing on the internet, and the question was, Tig, is your married name an upgrade or a downgrade? From your uh, maiden name? Yeah. And I would imagine some ladies probably don't want to change their names once they get married because they might have this name that they enjoy. Maybe it's a beautiful last name, and then they got to, you know, change it to something like Boner. That would be a rough one. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I'm sure it happens all the time. Uh, so we wanted to know when you got married, was it an upgrade or was it a downgrade from your maiden name? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. I know a girl in high school. I thought her, thought she had a lovely name. Allie Dulian. Dulian. And she That's got a, married. Uh, it's like Rogers now. It's like my last name. It's like Allie Rogers. That was a downgrade, I would say. And my last name is Rogers. 918-879-9898. There's a lot of people who don't even take the, uh, like, in professional life at least, they'll just keep their maiden name. I mean, you do whatever you want. If I might not do it just out of pure laziness. Like, I don't want to go to the courthouse, and you know, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, and the dudes don't have to do that, but the ladies do. But I imagine it's got to be a big pain. They have to get a new li- ID, I new think it checks, is. all I mean, that. When, when my wife married me, I think, yeah, we had to get a lot of stuff redone or at least changed. So it, it is a pain. Sorry, ladies. Why do ladies have to change their last name? 
Well, it's traditional. Why don't we do our? Why don't we guys change our lives? Like I just said, do whatever you want. <laughs> okay, so nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Maybe they should do whoever has the best last name. Just go with that. Yeah, like uh, you know, Dulyan versus Rogers. I think you go with Dulyan each time, right? I mean, I wonder if somebody's last name, like a guy's last name, ever maybe made somebody not get married to him. I know this one lady. The man, her last name is Creel. She married a dude. His last name is Creel. She was like Teal Smith or something. Now she's Teal Creel. Mm-mm. Couldn't do it. <laughs> Teal Creel. So uh, when you got married, is your married name an upgrade or a downgrade? 918-879-9898. That's 918-879-9898. We'd love to hear from you. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, Daniel, you brought up a good question. Uh, ladies traditionally will just change your last name to whatever your husband's last name is, right? Mm-hmm. But what if your husband has like a dud last name and you have this awesome last name? What if there's any hesitation there to uh, to do that? And you wanted to know, Daniel, when these ladies get married, do you think you upgraded your last name or do you think it was a downgrade? That's okay to say. Like, my last name is Rogers. Nothing unique or special about that. You know, I wish I had a cooler last name, but I don't. And it's okay to say that. So we wanted to know when you got married, did you upgrade your last name or downgrade your last name? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Love to hear from you. Hey, good morning. Who's this? This is Dana. Hey. Hey. Just want to let you know that my husband took my last name when we got married. Oh, really? Why did he take your last name? Because there was no more boys on my side, so he wanted to take my last name so that my last name went moved on. So he didn't choose it because it was nice, like better than his. What was his last name? McNichol. And what is your last name that he took? Brooks. Oh, Brooks is a good last name, I would think. But he did that to help the Brooks name move on. That's a nice guy. Look at that. Yeah, so that the Brooks name would move on. And he did this legally? Like, he went to the courthouse, and now legally he is a Brooks? Yep. Yep. Does he ever bring that up in an argument? Nope. Yeah, like, I'd be like, hey, uh, I know I stayed out too late last night, but I did take your last name. (laughs) Did the uh, people at the courthouse think it was weird that a dude was asking to... Or were they just like, yeah, whatever? We had to go through a big ordeal as to why he wanted to do it. But uh-huh. other than that, we had to sit in front of a judge and tell him why he wanted to do it. And Who, whose idea was that? Was that your idea? Or did he come up with this and say, I'll, I'll take your last name? It was my idea. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But he he liked <laughs> it. So he asked my dad if it was okay if he took his last name and... He took my last name. All right. Well, look at that. Mr. Brooks and Mrs. Brooks out there now. I can't believe they, they had to go to a judge and let some other guy decide. That's crazy to me. Yeah. yeah it seems to... like if you wanted to change your name, you could just change your name. You know, what do they have to get involved for? But I guess that's their job. Well, I yeah. appreciate the call. Mrs. Brooks. Yes. Have a good morning. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. 918-879-9898. Could you imagine? You got to go before a judge. I know nothing about uh, going to court or judges or anything like that, but I guess the guy says, uh, yeah, you can do that, then hits that gravel. and uh, The gravel? That's all it takes, huh? Okay. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Hello, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? You can tell they're listening, at least. Oh, Monica. Hey, hey Monica. Turn that radio down. And uh, when you got married, was your, your new last name an upgrade or a downgrade? Maybe a downgrade. I Uh-oh. don't know. So what? my maiden last name was England. England, which is a and lovely then, name. Yeah. And then I got married, and I'm a Buell. So like the old motorcycle, B-U-E-L-L. Buell's not too bad either. That's yeah, not bad. 
England to Buell? No. That's the worst transition. Nobody can say it or sound or spell it, but no, it's not bad. Neither one of them are terrible. In other words, if you go to Starbucks and you say your last name is Buell, what do they call out when they put the cup down? Usually like Buell. Oh, Buell. Now that's beautiful. Maybe you should just pronounce it differently. Buell. Yeah, so neither one was too bad, but I just thought both of them were kind of unique, an old motorcycle and then England. Well, thanks for the call, Miss Buell. Buell, Tug. Thank you. (laughs) It's Tug and Daniel. Who's this? Michelle. Michelle, you, you got married. Is your new last name an upgrade or a downgrade? Well, on my last marriage, it was a, I kept my last name because he took my name. He took your last name as well then, huh? Yes. Why do you do that? It's two dudes that did that. Uh, I guess it's because, I don't know if it was uh, to get back at his dad or if he just wanted my last name, so... Well, so you, you guys didn't discuss this? Like You're just like, brother. I don't know why I wanted to do it. Yeah, he says he's going to change his last name, and you don't know why? He's like, okay. Well, he was trying to be cool and dress like my brother when we got married, and it was just really awkward. Yeah, you got a lot going on with that. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for the call. But we got divorced. Uh-oh. We got divorced. I'm remarried, and I'm happily remarried, and I took his last name. Gotcha. Well, all right. Well, we think we appreciate the call this morning. All right, thanks. See you now. Stag and Daniel, who's this? Mary. Mary, uh, it was your new last name, an upgrade or a downgrade? It was a downgrade. What oh. was your maiden and last name? Townsend. Townsend. Nice. And then to what? Carball. Carball. Hey, now. <laughs> I never heard of that. Carball. <laughs> Mary Carball. Yeah. How about that? I never used it. We got married in 1977, and they would not let him take my last name. Oh, they told him it was against the rules or something. So when you you guys went to a restaurant together, the two of you, you, you've made reservations or you're on a wait list, and they have to yell out in the microphone in front of everybody, have to go, car balls, party of two? No, because he would never let me use his last name. Oh, he was ashamed. No, years later, I find out when he abandoned me and his son that the IRS was looking for him oh. for tax evasion. Those car balls so will get you. Thing, so it's a good thing I never used his name. The IRS is trying to zip up those car balls right in, the, <laughs> right in prison. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the call. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. All right. This guy's, well, what's happening? Tax evasion, yeah. I, I would like, is this downgrade or upgrade? It goes to all these crazy stories. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Shannon. Shannon, uh, was your... The Red Baron, apparently. The, She's uh, you hang on the outside of an airplane. The uh, <laughs> Your new married name oh, was upgrade or downgrade? Downgrade. I hated it. What was your maiden name? My maiden name was Smith. Smith? Yeah, Smith. Okay, what could be worse than Smith? No, Smith. S-M-I-T-H. Oh. Got it. I got you. All right, what's Smith, and it changed to what? Fudge, just like the chocolate. Fudge. Yes. That would be a hard one. I don't know anybody with the last name Fudge except for you, I think. 
first 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 husband's last name. I hated it. And That's I, why you know, divorced him. Hated it. And, and what's became of uh, Mr. Uh, Fudge? Oh, oh, I divorced him years ago. He's he's he's, he's no longer. But we do have kids together. But but yeah, Fudge. I would get people couldn't say they say well, how do you spell that? I'm like um just like the chocolate. Oh oh Fudge. Okay. They didn't realize it was really Fudge. But, yep, that's, that was my last name for 12 years. Thank you for the call, Mrs. Fudge. Well, she's not Fudge anymore. All right. Okay. Former. The artist formerly known as Fudge. Right. <laughs> Former, yes. Right. Thank you. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hey, now, it's Tygen Daniel. Who's this? Hi, this is Destiny. Destiny, uh, you got married. Was your new last name an upgrade or a downgrade? So my maiden last name is On The Hill. I'm Cherokee, and I took the new last name of Feltz, so I guess downgrade. <laughs> Feltz? Yes. So you're Destiny on the Hill before you get married, but now you're Destiny yes. Feltz. Yes. And you're disappointed by this? No, I like it, but I guess <laughs> it would be considered a downgrade because it's not as cool. Not as cool. I was going to say, imagine that, that that last name would be at parties and uh, when you went out, places like that would be, everybody wants to talk to you about your name and then all of a sudden that's taken away and it's yes. just felt On the hill. Yeah. Versus felt. Yes. Yes. Daniel used to be uh, Daniel at the buffet. Hey, don't laugh. Hey, he's making fun of me. He's calling me fat, and you're laughing at him. <laughs> you're that. supposed to defend me, and she's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I can so see that. I've jokes over the years of that last name. So. That's a good last name, and uh, Feltz like is okay, it. too. Well, thanks for the call, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. It's a 98.5 The Bull. Feltz like she would have defended country. me, but. No, she. She, she joined she says, in. I've seen joined that. in on the fun. I've seen the billboard. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could see that, Daniel. At the buffet. It's 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. See this uh, asteroid that's heading towards uh, Earth. And uh, it will near miss us today. But it's one of the closest passes ever recorded. I get sick of these stories because they're like, it's going to pass very close to Earth. And, and and I'm like, how close? And they go, oh, uh, 2 million miles. This is 2020 or 2200 miles away. So that's extremely close when you think about the... Uh, I, have, I haven't heard any of this at all. What? Well, I'm telling you now. An asteroid about 7 o'clock tonight will pass over the tip of South America. I don't think we'll be able to see this thing where we are. But it's going to be within 2,200 miles, which is, like, very close considering how big space is. You know, sometimes you get one that's, like, 300,000 miles away. This baby is right on our tail here. But it will miss us, according to science. Now, here's the thing that bothers me about this meteor thing or this asteroid thing, right? They say this thing's about as big as a box truck. It's a pretty, pretty good-sized rock, right? Mm-hmm. And guess how they discovered it, that this thing was coming towards Earth? Accident? Four days ago, an amateur astronomer saw it. Four days ago. Well, what are the professional astronomers doing? Well, I guess he called the professional and said, Hey, guys, what are you guys doing down there, eating sandwiches? And uh, they said, sure enough, there's an asteroid. And uh, they did the math, and they say it's going to miss us. But Well, hang on now. What? Because now I'm seeing a story that's saying it will hit the Earth. You're crazy. This is from CBS four minutes ago. CBS what? Chicago, as a matter of fact. Today, an asteroid is inching really close to Earth. It could potentially be one of the closest asteroids uh, to encounter the planet. 
According to scientists, there's no risk of the asteroid hurting the planet. It's about the size of a box truck and is set to hit the southern tip of South America around 6.30 tonight. What do you scientists mean Scientists say will, will turn into a fireball and disintegrate into the atmosphere without causing any harm. See, my story says it's going to barely miss us, but it did go on to say just in case it does hit Earth, it would, like, disintegrate before it got down to the uh, to the crust of the Earth. Well, it sounds like nobody knows what's going on with this yeah, asteroid. Yeah, what the hell's going on with this asteroid? One guy says nothing. One guy says it's going to hit us. And they only saw it four days ago, which really bothers me. I thought we'd have, like, three years to work on this stuff. You know, because the idea is you go up there with a rocket. I mean, this is okay news for us, but I imagine these folks in South America are freaking out a little bit. They oh, read I both of be. these stories. Yeah, because nobody knows what's going on. If <laughs> there was an asteroid, and I know there's like movies about this and stuff like that. If there was an asteroid coming to Earth and you knew it would be here in six months, mm -hmm. and you're the president of the United States, do you tell people or do you not say anything? I wouldn't say a word. It would create, I mean, who would go to work? There would Society would disintegrate. Like, you know, how are we going to eat? Because nobody's going to their job either. Nobody's making Subway sandwiches. I mean, I wouldn't tell anybody. Because what would you do if you knew you were the Earth was going to end in six months? You'd probably not come to work as often. Oh, I would still come to work. What else, I, what else what am you, I going to do? Why would you do the show for six Plus months? Plus, i got to eat for six months. If it was coming in six minutes, maybe I'd take the day off. But I still have to eat and things like that. Yeah, and who are you going to get the food from? Because they quit their job. They also have to have money. These people make food. Right. So you would just just not let anybody know? I think it would be a bad idea to tell people that their life is over in six months. That would be a tough call there. <laughs> I wouldn't like, do I'm it. making fun of you about it, but I do think that would be a rough... Six months. That would be looting. I mean, it'd be I mean, crazy. There's, there's really nothing you could do, I, I guess, other than get right with the Lord. I guess there's no other reason to tell people. Maybe 24 hours or something. But then people might go crazy, like in that movie The Purge, and do whatever they want for six months. Well, anyway, this meteor or whatever asteroid is going to hit us or not. I imagine, Tyke, you will get some type of news reporting award for Thank delivering you. a story that's Thank only you. remotely close Here's to what, what this story have, is. Here's uh, what I submitted as a story today. An asteroid may or may not hit the Earth. The end. <laughs> okay. That's great news. Great reporting, right? Well, uh, since we probably do have longer than six months to live, that's why you should do things like get a craft body scan. Listen, when you, you get a little older, you need to see what's going on in there. You could save your life, actually. You get on this table, Tig, and as, as they say, or you say, they do like a selfie of your body to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. See if there's any, any suspicious, anything hinky happening. Yeah, you ever wake up, and I do this, and me and my... My buds that are my age, we all have the same thing. It's like you wake up, you're like, what in the world is that? And then, you know, my head goes to, like, is it serious or is it just, you know, muscle or something? Well, you can leave relaxed because they're going to be able to look at everything for you. And if there is a problem, you just go to your doctor and you work on it together, but you find it early. That's the key with a craft body scan. And heading into Valentine's Day, a couple's body scan. This is for your heart and lungs. Oh, heart and lungs together. And that's $149. That's all that costs. Craftbodyscan.com. That's craftbodyscan.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Ty, guys, have I advised you now for a couple of weeks? Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up soon. Have you now made a reservation, yes or no? Uh, you know, I went to that website called Open Table. Mm -hmm. But there's so many options that I, I decided I couldn't book anything until I figured out what uh, half these restaurants were. But uh, I, did, I did attempt. I did get on Open Table because, as you were saying, here we are on the 26th of January. Valentine's Day is coming up quick, and don't make the mistake I did. I, I waited till like, uh, two days before last year, and then you get the scraps. You're eating dinner at 4.30 in the afternoon at places you don't even know where they are. Now, I, hey, I like a 4.30 in the afternoon dinner. 
But I don't think that your wife would like a romantic four in the afternoon dinner. No, no, no. So uh, now is the time to get it done. And um, just a good little reminder that uh, wait it, much is longer. Is your son on you about Valentine's Day? Because he seems like he's old enough now to take some interest in, no. in that. Did they not do the thing that they used to do in school where you gave everybody a Valentine? In the class, you made your own mailbox, then you... People give every single person a Valentine. They do that, but you know what they don't do? And I don't know if this is just where we were, but we had pictures made. And then they sent you stickers of yourself, like a picture of yourself, and you put that in each of the Valentine's card. What were y'all, rich pictures for Valentine's? So, like, anybody that got a Valentine's card from you would have a picture of you in the card. You know, <laughs> no, you know I've never in my life heard. Nah, the ones we used to get were like Garfield on them or Ziggy. Yeah. It was like, I love you like I love lasagna. There was no Yeah, but I think they still yourself. do that thing where everybody gets a Valentine. If you bring Valentines, you do it for the whole class. You know, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I guess it eliminates people from getting their feelings hurt if, you know, Tanya got one, but you didn't or something. But everybody gets a Valentine. As far well, as why I know. not let your feelings get hurt? I mean, you're, that's, what's happened, that's what happens in love. Is eventually, Plenty of time later to get your heart broken. How about when they're I seven? Say, Let's just well, let maybe them... it wouldn't hit us like a ton of bricks if we got that got used to it by the time we were seven or eight so with those Valentines. Miserable when you're seven, so you're used to it by the time you're twenty-five. Yeah, I think it's much easier to get over a, a heartbreak at seven years old than it is when you're like twenty-one, oh, twenty-two years why old. Why's that? They have feelings too. Yeah, but then they, yeah, they're, they're young. They got things to do. They move on quickly. They bounce back. Their bones aren't even formed yet. You get that first big heartbreak in your twenties. That that's hard. It is not easy. And what is uh, fairly easy is. Securing some tickets to see Zach Bryan at the BOK Center every day this week. We're playing the bullfight for those tickets. And uh, today, what are we going to play, Daniel? We are going to play some type of quiz. And I'll be completely uh, honest, I forgot. You and forgot I to come up with a quiz. Uh, no, I'm going to come up with see, it real I, quick. I, I told anybody who's listening to this show, Daniel doesn't do anything up here. Except write everything that we do and Except write every contest. And we had uh, yesterday, we were on television, News on Six, giving away the Piezilla with a 98.5 The Bullfight. Mm hmm. We can do that same quiz. If you get off YouTube, do you think you could write some questions for this quiz? You get off Tinder or whatever? What? Which is it, Ty? Give am I on YouTube or on Tinder? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Caller 9. Caller number 10 to play for these tickets. Zach Bryan at the BOK Center with Ty and Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull with Miranda. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty Gandino. Every day we do the bullfight about this time, and we continue not only today, we got it tomorrow, and uh, pretty good ticket. Zach Bryan is going to be the BOK, and Daniel, uh, I know you came up with a quiz at the last possible second. What are we going to play? It is uh, all these answers begin with the letter C. It's the same one we did on News on 6 yesterday, so if you're watching that, you have a heads up. Okay. And, you have an uh, advantage. We've got Ryan, who sells Coke products for a living. Ryan always felt bad for you guys because people see you out there working and they're like, hey, hey, Coke man, how about a free Coke? Give us a Coke. <laughs> that happens all the time. And what is your response when, when people say that? Do you enjoy that or are you like, please shut up? <laughs> yeah, it don't bother me too much. Right, he's a, he's a, he's a mild-mannered Coke man. Uh, taking on Chris today, who's a general contractor out there uh, building things for a living. Can you tell me the difference in a claw hammer and a ball-peen hammer, Chris? Uh, ball-peen has two Whoa, uh, double You cannot say a peen on the air. <laughs> Chris, do uh, you and the boys at the construction site ever get on and talk about how cute Ty and Daniel are? Not really. No, not really. <laughs> really? well, that's messed up. All right, guys, here we go again. All the answers to these questions begin with the letter C. 
Ryan, first up, this is a, poli a polite bow for women. A polite bow for women. A polite bow for women? Yes. Um, they used to do this when they before they'd leave the room, and it starts with a C. Do it to the queen a lot, don't they? Yes. Curtsy. Curtsy is correct. Somebody, I'm getting a bad echo from one of your phones. I don't know what's Get happening. Get off that speaker phone. Chris, this means artistic handwriting. Artistic handwriting. Maybe if you had a wedding invitation, somebody would write your name in this particular type of writing, and it starts with a C. Cursive. It is not cursive. That would be calligraphy. Calligraphy. Ryan, this is the friendly ghost. Casper. Casper is correct. Chris, this is slang for helicopter. Chopper. Chopper is correct. He's employed the help of the whisperer. Mm -hmm. Ryan, this is a famous Wookiee. Chewbacca. Chewbacca is correct. Ryan, army rank one above lieutenant. Army rank one above lieutenant. Uh, uh, Captain. Captain is correct. We've got Ryan three, Chris two. Two questions to go. Ryan, this is a constricting body control garment. Constricting uh, uh, corset. Corset is correct. Chris, this type of cup is also known as a goblet. Uh. Looking for chalice. Chalice. And with that, I see no road to victory for Chris. Ryan has won the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Ryan, you've got these two tickets now to see Zach Bryan at the BOK Center. You can hold on to these for yourself, or you can give them to Chris. And Chris, why should Ryan give you the tickets this morning? Uh, it's for my 15-year-old daughter. Oh. <laughs> Ryan, this guy's trying to provide a nice night out for his daughter. He's only 16 and probably a huge fan of Zach Bryan right now. Chris has uh, made a case. Ryan, you must now decide what to do with the tickets. I think I'm going to have to keep them or I might get in trouble if I don't. <laughs> He's blaming it on his wife. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, good news and bad news. Uh, the bad news, I guess, Chris, is Ryan's going to keep the tickets for himself. But the good news is you might can win a pair of tickets tomorrow morning at 740 with the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Another chance uh, then. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, man. Stay warm out there. So welcome. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tiger Daniel. Jimmy Allen now as we continue with Down Home. It's 98.5 The Bull. You like some good people watching, Daniel? You like people watching sometimes? Uh, yeah, kind of. I you mean, know, you park it on a bench and just watch what's going on out in the world. I mean, I don't know that I do that as much as you sound like you do. 98.5 The Bull. I was going to say, you know how we're doing that Zach Bryan thing at the uh, BOK, and we always go out to those shows and stuff. Great people watching out there at the BOK. And one of uh, I'm not happy about this, but I do find it fascinating for whatever reason. 
when people walk up to the BOK, let this be a, a cautionary tale, uh, what we'll do is we'll see a couple go up to the door, and then uh, eventually we'll see the husband come back but no wife. And what always happens is the wife has brought something she cannot bring into the BOK Center, the bag. Like I'm looking at the BOK Center right now. It's got to be a clear tote. So one of these big purses, they're not going to let you bring it in. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is, you know, you're waiting in line for 20 minutes. You get up to the door. Uh, sorry, ma'am, you can't bring that in. Husband has to bring it back to the car. Yeah, and sometimes you've parked mm-hmm. quite a bit away. And there's quite a, bit a mad dash to get that purse back to the car. And So I see this happening, and I feel sorry for the people. So I say I should take a more active role in this. And I was at the corner there the BOK, probably 100 yards from the uh, from the front door coming to work to be with you under our tent. And I said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let this lady know that if she's going to be okay, she might as well just stop now because she's not going to be able to get in with that purse. And so we're at the corner waiting for the thing to change, you know, the uh, walk symbol. Dee, dee, dee. And I said, are you going to be okay? She goes, yeah, we're going to the concert. And I go, I'm just going to tell you, you can't bring that bag in just to save you some time. Uh, she hated my guts. She thought it was almost like I was a, a person asking her for money. She was very annoyed that I had encountered her whatsoever. And I'm like, okay. And she ignored me. She crossed the street, went up to the BOK, and then guess who I saw having to walk right back out? Her husband. Should have listened to Big T. How did you not, how did you resist not walking with them? Oh, I kept an eye on them. No, no, no. I meant like right behind them and got up there. And then when they turned her away, you could just be looking just, just that, just a smirk, a little I told you. I told you so smirk. I don't like people getting turned away, but that particular one, I I didn't mind it. I was kind of like, yeah, I told you, lady. When Tyke speaks, people listen, except for you. And she probably just thought you're an insane person. Probably. <laughs> now, now she uh, goes. You know that nice, handsome, gorgeous young man was just trying to help me. Did you? Was it part of you want to run up and be like, "Hey, I, I told you." Yeah. Of that never, that's never a good thing to do, though. No, Nobody appreciates a good "I told you so." They they don't. I can't resist it though, man. I love yeah, I it. Like can. I love I told it. You. Oh, around here at work, I done told you. Around here at work, I always will hit somebody with it. I told you. I told you so. Yeah, but it's never any good. Right? Why can't we appreciate as a society a good "I told you so"? Because it's it's so hurtful to hear. It's it's not fun to receive that message. Fun to give it, not fun to receive it at all. I used to say, "You gonna learn." You gonna Maybe learn. that's better. Do you, you think gonna you learn. gonna learn's better than "I told you so"? I like you gonna learn. You gonna learn, dog. Yeah, like somebody makes a mistake, you go, you gonna learn. <laughs> you gonna learn a thing or two. What about learning about Red Mountain weight loss? We can help you lose up to twenty pounds in a month. So today, January twenty sixth, by February twenty sixth, you get on the scale, be up to twenty pounds lighter. That's like a time machine. When's the last time you're twenty pounds lighter? That'd be a good feeling going into spring. You got to get in those bathing suits and all that. Oh, God. I got a text about coming to a pool this summer. I said, I don't think so. (laughs) But Red Mountain Weight Loss, they can can remove (laughs) that. I think I'm going to make it. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Because you could be down 20 pounds in a month with Red Mountain Weight Loss's program, RM3. An actual doctor will call you at your house. You never have to leave your house. They'll find out what's going on with you, what your goals are. Then they'll put you on something. And uh, whatever medication you get on, they mail that to you, too. So you never leave the house, and then you're on your way to lose up to 20 pounds in the next 30 days with Red Mountain Weight Loss. Red Mountain Weight Loss. Contact them now. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. That's pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Hey, it's Ty and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Got a dad. Uh, his name's Houston. Ty, he's down in Alabama. He lives on a lake, and he's got... He's got a lake house, 
But he's the kind of guy that uh, I guess he just piled up a bunch of junk around it and all that. And he's finally trying to get it in order. And he's building. He had just like a little cabin there he liked to live in. And he had all this stuff. And he's trying to clean up the lot a little bit. And he, I noticed that he's built like a little apartment, like a two-story apartment there on the lake and all that. And it's it's me, my sister, and I have two younger brothers down in Alabama, the four of us. And I was talking to my dad. And, and I was like, man, looks you know looks good. You're finally putting some places for people to stay and things like that on this lake lake property he goes yeah i like when tyg and his wife come down in the summers <laughs> like tyg and his wife who cares about them what about yeah. your kids yeah your dad called me the other day making sure i'm coming back to the lake this summer well I, what the heck is that i don't know we hit I, it I, 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 I wouldn't build any of these things for me not for you well i used to live in that that little cabin and take care of it for him for like a whole summer so i think he's he's got the grass and the stuff. way you phrase things you yeah. lived and took care of it like you were the caretaker you rented the lake cabin. Well, no, no. His his children wouldn't take care of the cabin. So no, I, you rented it. While your dad was working and stuff, I would take care of the lake cabin. In fact, you and I split it and rented it together one summer. But you loved it so much you were down there all the time. I cut his grass. I'd fix things. Ceiling fans that they went out. I just did it all. Yeah, Tyg's and, such uh, a handyman that he put a, a ceiling fan out on the pier. And what Tyg failed to realize is they make an inside ceiling fan and an outside ceiling fan. And uh, after about three days, the... Blades were drooping down. Because <laughs> it's indoor. Like completely fan melted. I put out on the lake. I don't, right. I don't like that. Why would he be like, yeah, I like when Todd comes? You I don't, don't help be your like dad. dad. What about me? If your dad needs help, do you go down there and cut the grass? I did that. Yeah, I fly, yeah, Tyga, I fly from Oklahoma down to Alabama once a week to cut his grass. And neither did you. Well, I can't wait to inherit that lake house. Get right you out the, the way wheel. this is going, he might, he might do it. He's like, yeah, it touches my heart when Todd comes down. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull with Blake. Hey now, what's up, Broken Arrow? You got Tyg and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Talking about getting a little older, Tyg, and, uh, you know, when it gets summertime, you said you were invited to go by the pool, but you, you're like, uh. Well, yeah, I mean, just something happens when you get older, your metabolism slows down, and, um, yeah, last year they were like, hey, come over to my sister's house. And so I don't even know these people. And I'm like, I don't think so. Like, you don't want to meet somebody with your shirt off at this age. Not, 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 not really. first meeting. Maybe people that love you and known you for years, you'll appear topless. Sure, sure, sure. I, I wondered, and that was a serious question here. Uh, if you had to go to a pool, would you rather be seen with your shirt off or your pants off at this point? <laughs> so. so I, I do get one article of clothing. I just got to choose if it's top or bottom. Yeah. Mm. I think I would rather appear bottomless in public but are than we, topless. Are we erasing, like, that's indecent exposure? Like, well, yeah, you're, you're like, yeah take trouble. away all the, okay. you know, legalities and all that. I would, uh, you know, because people sometimes will make fun of the guy that's wearing his... Speedo? Speedo or even the shirt in the pool. But, you know, I might wear my shirt into the pool. I don't have to wear bottoms, if that makes everybody feel better. Oh, I see. So if you're, your logic is... If you're underwater, you can go bottomless because it's less visible. Well, my point is, I would rather I would rather showing. appear in public bottomless than topless. You really? Yeah, that's what happens to men as they get older. So if you had to go into research now, I sent mm-hmm. you on an errand, and part of that was top or bottom. You would choose to wear the top. I would wear the top. I would Winnie the Pooh it right into research. A lot of confidence. Uh, it's not that I have a, a tremendous amount of comp, uh, confidence. It's just that. You know, when you get older, you get a you get a bit of a belly on you. <laughs> You'd rather show what 
What's below the belt than above the belt? Um, and it's, I guess all dudes get this belly or whatever on us. Like, I'll, I saw the other day some guy was jogging. This guy must have been 90 years old. Didn't have an ounce of fat on him. You could tell he's been running for years. And he's, he's still out there jogging. He's running very slowly. But even he had a belly. Yeah. And I was like, well, this it's guy. inevitable. I guess so. All right. Pantsless Daniel is the way that he would like to go. Well, I just think it's unfair. Women won't know what it's like to be stared at all the time by the pool because <laughs> of their bodies. And I think it's finally that we address see, this, yes. the plight. Right. What a trailblazer. Of what gentlemen have to go through. What about you? Would you rather be a... Uh, wear a shirt or wear pants? Mm-hmm. I think I'm still going to go with the, the pants. You'd rather wear pants? Probably, even though I you know, have put on a little bit of weight. Well, let me advise you horrible. that you don't want to... You, you probably need to... Keep that shirt on, too. No offense, but you have very pendulous breasts now. No offense taken. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't want to hurt your feelings. So. No, don't, no, don't worry about it. She's got <laughs> big boobs. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Oh. See that... Uh, the VA is a bit of a mess with all the construction and then more complications earlier last night. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. Did you see it's brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. Yeah, like this is near my neighborhood, actually, because uh, the VA kind of goes through my neighborhood. And one of the exits, this lady's sitting down in her yard enjoying the day, I guess, and she keeps noticing people are pulling over in front of her yard. She's like, what in the world? She counted 13 cars pulled over. Uh, because of something that was going on with the BA yesterday. Check this out. It wasn't me not being an attentive driver. Like, this is clearly an issue with the road quality. A woman who lives in that area says all day long it's been the same story. Drivers are pulling in front of her house with a flat tire. I think that's our 13th car so far today. And it kind of became a game. You know, I was counting them because I was like, what is going on? And those drivers, like Nicole, have to pay for a new tire and a record come get the car that's now out of commission. Oh, I mean, my tire is trash. I I was halfway through my 70,000-mile warranty, and so now I'm going to have to buy a whole new $150 tire. What they found was that there's a pothole out there. You know, it only takes one, and if it's dark and you're going, you know, 50 miles an hour, uh, you know, the worst thing you can do is swerve. They said that's, like, if a deer gets in front of you, you're not supposed to swerve, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and your natural inclination would be if you saw the pothole to avoid it, but they weren't even seeing it, and it was popping all these tires yesterday. And it was, I mean, 13 cars, that wreaked a little bit of havoc on that exit ramp. That's bad, man. That's not a good day. I saw that uh, Discount Tire Memorial put out a press release, and they said, cha-ching. <laughs> yeah, they put the pothole out there. <laughs> Don't say that. Allegedly. So good that's God. what was Boy, going that on would, with that. That would be mess. so mad. I mean... I almost don't take the interstate anymore because of these kind of situations. Mm-hmm. The interstates around here scare me to death. I would just rather drive. What do you mean drive? Drive off the like the small streets. Oh, the you small call streets. Them. Like I take mean, the don't, back roads. don't you? Yeah, I always take the back roads around here um, because when I put it in my GPS, you can change it from highway mode to not. There's only like three or four minutes difference from most places that you're going to be going. So I always take the leisurely route. I mean, if it's only three minutes more, what's the point? And if it could save your tire. Mm-hmm. What you got, Daniel? Not good. Did you see this? Uh, there was a lady that works at a movie theater, and she says, hey, you think that you want freshly popped popcorn, but you don't, and here's why. 
I need the freshest popcorn. I need you to make me a batch right now. And if you don't, I'm not getting any. You actually don't want the popcorn that's directly out of the kettle because it's so hot. It's still this like warm, like mush ball. It's not good. You want popcorn that has been sitting there for an hour or so, maybe. We're making popcorn all day long. It's not been sitting there for days on end, but popcorn actually doesn't go stale for at least about a week. But you're never going to have popcorn a week old at a movie theater, just so you know. Now, as a young man, I used to work at a movie theater, Tig, and that's my job was to pop popcorn literally eight hours a day. And you would think after about two or three hours of it, you wouldn't grab a handful of it and munch on it every now and again, but you do. You still do. All day long. Just I like how can't that, help it. that lady said that people come in there and go, listen, if you don't make a fresh batch of popcorn, I'm not going to buy any. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's, that's on you, not me. Yeah. These people making like six bucks an hour, they don't give a rat's if you buy their popcorn or not. Yeah. They're not making commission. Oh, let me get on that right away, whoa, sir. Whoa. <laughs> You're not going to buy popcorn? Did you see this? Uh, there was a college uh, basketball game last night, Tig, and uh, during the game, an Uber Eats delivery driver walked right onto the court with a food order during a play. Here's the TV uh, play-by-play announcers running the replay. You'll never guess who the food was for. We got an official's timeout. Somebody came on the floor. Uber Eats delivery or something there is carrying some McDonald's. Maybe was he going to deliver the McDonald's to somebody on the court? That's an Uber Eats sticker. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover in there the There he is. There, right there, 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 there he is. In the yeah, yeah. So this a, guy's actually, who's he delivering it to? The ref. The, the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. Not I mean, now. I got to tell you, Tig, I can't tell if this is the worst Uber Eats delivery guy in the world or the best. I was going to say, like, it's actually good advertisement for Uber Eats. It's like, we'll get to you wherever you are, even if you're officiating a basketball game. Well, first I thought, like, this ding-dong, I can't believe he'd walk out onto the court. Uh, but I have to say that if I am delivering Uber Eats and you're a referee and you order it, if you think I'm going to stand there and wait for you to finish up what you're doing before I deliver it to you and walk on, you know, do my next order, you're, you're crazy. Yeah, what is the Uber Eats guy supposed to do? Wait till halftime? I'll put it on the ground. Right. Put it in that foul circle. Or, or do you think this is a uh, just an advertisement for Uber Eats? You, you're the one who floated that idea. I thought at first it was just, you know, some ding-dong that thought he could walk onto a basketball court with a live game going on. But maybe this is a great way for Uber Eats to get their name out. I mean, it's all over ESPN. People, It's gone viral. And it's all about Uber Eats. Or that guy just might have been having a rough night and said, look, I, I'm not going to wait for this referee to get done <laughs> playing his game. I, I, got, I got things to I do. I got a life to live here, buddy. Got another pickup. Uh, did you see that uh, Ozzy Osbourne is going to appear in a Super Bowl ad? How old is Ozzy now? A little bit of a preview. I can never understand what the guy's saying. I haven't heard this preview yet, but let's, let's see if we can find out uh, if we can understand Ozzy in this Who's the new guy? I don't know, but he's supposed to be some kind of rock star. Which one are you ones are piercing? Uh, I'm like Tig's grandson. He just looked over Which at me. Which one of you wants a piercing? Yeah, yeah that's, that's the clearest I've heard him sound in years. Yeah. Not bad for him. Well, do you like well, 20 they... years ago, I thought he was going downhill, right? <laughs> I, I never could understand what he was saying. But um, do you like a little preview of the Super Bowl ads, or would you rather be surprised? Uh, let's do it. You want to? Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm asking you, do you like the previews of the Super Bowl ads, or do you like to be surprised? Oh, no, I like uh, I like the lead-up to it. I thought you were going to play no, something no, no, for I, me. No, um, I just did. Here, here's what I don't like, though. The next day after, if you didn't sit there and watch the whole Super Bowl, you can go to YouTube and watch all the commercials. Guess what you got to watch to see the commercial? A YouTube commercial? You got to watch a commercial to watch a commercial. Buddy, I just spend the $10 and get myself a, yeah, I, I, I just do the premium. Fancy pants. Well, Daniel pays for YouTube. 
That's right. I can't sit through those ads. All I you can't do, do it. Wait four seconds and hit skip. Can't, can't do it. Can't do Sorry. it. Sorry, can't do it. Can you? Can you get on board with losing like up to twenty pounds in thirty days? Oh boy, I sure wish I could, and I can with Red Mountain Weight Loss. They have a program called RM3 Red Mountain Weight Loss. What we're telling you is, within one month, so February twenty sixth, you could be twenty pounds down. The problem when I first moved here, Ty, is I, I signed up for Turkey Mountain Weight Loss. Oh, and, and gained twenty pounds. Yeah. Ate a bunch of turkey. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the opposite, man. This is going to help you get down 20 pounds, RM3 from Red Mountain Weight Loss. You never have to leave your house for this either because what they're going to do is they're going to – a doctor will call you, not just some guy, like a doctor or whatever. An actual physician is going to call you at your home, figure out a plan for you, and then whatever prescriptions you get, they mail that to you too so you never leave your house. And uh, you could be 20 pounds down by this time next month with – Red Mountain Weight Loss. All you got to do is dial pound 250. Keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. That's pound 250 Red Mountain Weight Loss right now. 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Uh, Daniel got on the radio this morning and said an asteroid is going to hit Earth about 7 p.m. tonight. I don't know where you get your information. If that's bullcrap.com or what. But uh, an asteroid is making an extremely close pass to Earth today. An asteroid that's about the size of a box truck. I guess like a bigger U-Haul you'd rent. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to get within 2,000 miles of the Earth. And Daniel's like, that's, that's, not, that's pretty far away. When you think about the billions and billions of miles, to have something come within 2,000 miles of Earth is pretty close. Well, I mean, that's not a, that, that's 2,000 miles. That's not a close call. You know. Yeah, it is. M- maybe write an article when it comes within 200 yards of Earth. But what was that nonsense you were saying this morning? You said still, you read it was going to hit. According to CBS Chicago, now it's the only place I'm finding it, CBS Chicago, is that it is going to enter Earth, but it's going to burn up before it hits South America around 630. So the idea is even though it's the size, this is like a rock and flying this through was, space. This was first published January 26, 2023 at 721. Now, I have seen no other articles that say that it's going to hit. In fact, everybody else is saying it's going to be a near miss. So you were wrong. no. It is going to be a near miss I about didn't make the 7 prediction. o'clock tonight. I read what CBS Chicago said. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching News on 6 this morning. I haven't seen them saying that it's uh, coming that's too because, close. So. That's because what you said is untrue. It's not going to impact Earth. I didn't say it. I reported what CBS you Chicago you said. It. You uttered nonsense. Anyway, this thing will be uh, within 2,000 miles. We won't be able to see it. It's going to be south then of us. Then what are we even talking about it for? If it has no effect, well, you're the I one that know. even brought Jeez, it up. A, a guy you're gets the on the one... radio and says Armageddon's here today, and uh, you don't want me to talk about it. I didn't say that. You even brought it up. In fact, if the news story is uh, asteroid to miss Earth, how's that an exciting news story? Well, I wanted to come back around because you said it was going to hit us. I didn't say that. CBS <laughs> Chicago said that. <laughs> what do you want me to do? You think I got the Doppler telescope that I'm out looking around and stuff? What is that thing called? Kepler? <laughs> what is it called? What, the Doppler radar? No, that Kepler, that big telescope we have. Oh, the one we like the the one that uh, replaced the Hubble? Yeah. Or whatever? The- well, what I read is they only discovered this because an amateur astronomer found it. But then another guy called and said that we knew it was coming. So I don't know. So, nobody so knows anything. nobody knows what's going on. Right. Yeah. So I, I wish they would stop doing news stories on this. Like, that's not a story. Asteroid to Miss Earth. That, did you that ever means- see that documentary Armageddon with I Bruce did, Willis? I did, yeah. And, and no uh, movie has made me cry more than Armageddon. I he, cried about 10 times he in that He sacrificed thing. himself to go out there and blow up that asteroid. Mm-hmm. 
Hot new movie reference, too. Young I volunteer like, uh, you as tribute. Do you want to go up there and get this asteroid? I'd do it if I needed to. <laughs> well, a profile in courage this morning. Well, there, I mean. Well, 98 from the pool. <laughs> when I return, they'll have to give me a bunch of free stuff. You'll be dead. Uh-oh. You will have passed on that asteroid. But if you do make it back, Daniel. I hope that uh, whatever You'll be a major celebrity. Yeah, probably I'm, make a lot of money. They'd have ticker tape parades for you for saving Earth. Well, I was going to say, I want the spaceship to be fitted with Snow's furniture. Well, I was going to say, like, after that, you would get anything for free. Snow's furniture probably hook you up. But for the rest of us, still the guaranteed lowest price in town. You need nice furniture, Tug, so when you're sitting around your house on your fat asteroid, you could uh, have... <laughs> <laughs> I like sitting on my fat asteroid. <laughs> the most comfortable furniture available thanks to Snow's Furniture because you can go try it out at Snow's Furniture. Yes, you can because uh, the furniture you see there is the exact piece you end up taking home. You don't, you're not buying like a showroom model where they mail it to you later or whatever. So they got the lowest price in town. They got 0% interest for 12 months. So whatever you do owe at the lowest price, you got 12 months to give it back. Snow's Furniture locally owned since 78 Online in town and on Facebook. That's Snow's Furniture. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. I told you the other day, Tig, my sister's cat down in Alabama brought up uh, to her a little bitty animal. And they were able to save the animal's life. It was a baby flying squirrel. Mm -hmm. Very cute. I saw this. And uh, she went to the store and got like an eyedropper and milk and all that and... Uh, has been raising the squirrel, and I talked to her yesterday, get an update on the baby flying squirrel, uh, and she has now, doesn't love it anymore. It bit her finger. Oh, no. Yeah. She's like, Well, oh. they are animals. That's true. I once was walking along some railroad tracks, and I came across a possum that had been hit by the train, and it was decapitated, and I looked a little closer at the possum, and it had, like, four baby possums attached to the mama possum, and I was like, I can't. I can't leave these here, so I took them home and raised them and fed, hand-fed them and all that for weeks. And then they got to be, I guess, teenage possums. They started to hiss at me, and I had to let them go. Yeah, They're I, wild animals. You would think in a way, I mean, logically, you go, I'm raising this animal. This animal's going to love me forever. But what happens is eventually is they mature as a wild animal, and they are a wild animal. Remember the guy that um, he was like a bear guy? And he uh, raised a bunch of bears, and they were like babies, and they were all cute and stuff. Then uh, they grew up, and they ate them. Well, you're thinking about, um, I think it was, what was that called? Grizzly Maze or Grizzly Man. It was about this guy. I think his last name was Tread. He'd like Treadwell. let bears live in tents with him and things. Well, he didn't raise them from babies, but he just spent several summers with these bears. And he was out there with no weapon, nothing like that. And he would talk to them. And uh, yeah, eventually the bears ate him. Now, this was not an intimidating guy. And if you ever watched this documentary, Grizzly Man, the bears would come near him. These are grizzlies. And he'd be like, hey, go away, Mr. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, called Mr. Chocolate? Yeah, he would, like, bang pots and pans, like, stop it, Mr. Fudge. Yeah. And eventually, they, they you know, the bears got him. But he spent many, many summers yeah. in this grizzly maze. you got to remember, like, we have domesticated animals and things, but you try to, like, I had squirrels in my attic, and um, so one of the strategies was to trap the squirrels and board up the hole. And so every day for like a week I would have a new squirrel in my little trap and I was trying to get the whole family out of the attic you don't want to separate them before you patch the hole and all that and these squirrels are like the cutest things kind of like your sister is going through with her baby squirrel and I actually was sitting there at night googling can I keep a squirrel as a pet because they were just so precious and they said uh it's fun for like when they're babies but as soon as they get to be an adult you know they turn into 
you know, squirrels. Mm-hmm. And they will scratch your house up, and they will scratch you, and they will try to kill you. Yeah, so not only does she get, like, a squirrel that is going to be already a nuisance, this thing flies, too. So <laughs> double, I was, double whammy. I was kind of like, you might not want to get rid of this thing. Oh, she's got two kids, like a two-year-old and an under-one-year-old. I'm like, don't you, squirrel? don't you have enough to do? I know. That's rough. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully it... uh. Leaves the nest soon. You don't think it would attack one of the babies, one of my baby nephews? I do wouldn't you? put it past the squirrel. They don't understand babies. They understand threats. Well, well she needs they to feel get... like uh, you know that baby. You know, a baby. That's the thing about a baby, is you know we had like a pretty docile dog, and this baby would be grabbing the fur. You know, my son pulling the fur, and luckily the dog was calm. But had it, you know, been a wild animal, I don't think they would have taken kindly to that. And kids, that's what they do. They don't understand quite how to be gentle with a small animal. Yeah, but then there's a thing where you can't, she's not going to be able to, now that she's kind of got a little attached to it, just release it out into the yard. It would surely die. So now she's got to pass it off. Yeah, what are you She's got to pass off the burden now to somebody, somebody else. Somebody else. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tyga and Daniel.